0: I'm Elaine Shannon. I'm Dana Lloyd. Welcome to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast where we inspire and empower you to connect more soulfully to yourself. this episode of Soul Sister Conversations, we speak with Stephen Joyce of Amana Yoga about the life-changing practices of meditation and yoga. We learn how to make meditation easy, the many benefits of meditation, and the impact it has had on his life and the lives of others.
1: Good afternoon, Elaine. Good afternoon, Dana. Another exciting day here in the home studio in Rossay. A very warm studio in Rossay today. (laughs) Part of our summer series. Of course, summer it's going to be series. a little hot in the studio. It's true. It's our summer soul series
0: continues, and today it continues with Stephen Joyce. So we were having a great conversation before we turned the mic on, as always. And yes. we're like, we really need to turn the mic yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> let's not.
1: Yeah, let's stop talking and so wait. To <laughs> introduce him.
0: Okay, so Stephen Joyce is a meditation consultant and yoga teacher. Stephen received his training in meditation, yoga, and Ayurveda at the Chopra Center in Carlsbad, California, and did his meditation directly under Deepak Chopra and David Simon. He is co-owner of Amana Yoga with his wife and partner, Christine Ward. And over the past 15 years, Stephen has counseled individuals and groups on the benefits of relaxation through meditation and yoga. His passion is to reach as many people as he can to take advantage of the wonderful practice of meditation. Stephen also volunteers at the Portage Addiction Center for Youth, where he teaches boys the meditation and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. Welcome, Welcome thank you. To, oh,
1: good the to the podcast, good to be Soul here. Sister Conversation. <laughs> soul sisters, yeah, yes. and another Soul Brother. So we're really we happy to have. <laughs> I'm
2: in the group now. To ha- you in are the group. <laughs> in the
1: group, and and you are really a Soul Brother. I mean, yeah. you are, you are somebody who is helping not just women but helping men yeah. to connect with themselves.
2: Yeah, we've been doing this for a while now. Uh, Christine and I, we started, uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, um, uh, we're seeing more and more men get involved in yoga and meditation. So yeah. it's, it's very rewarding to see that for sure. Yeah.
0: So let's start at sort of your yeah. roots. So how did you get interested in yoga meditation? Well,
2: uh, I worked, um, for many years I worked at Irving Oil. All and right. yeah, uh, I worked. So a at, corporate guy? Corp- yeah, a corporate guy. I never thought of myself as a oh, corporate guy. Oh, you were well but if you worked for I, a company
1: I, like that. I did. Yes. I did
2: work there and, and I worked in the heating division and, and I was about 30, 35 years old and around there. And I think that's when I really first started getting the uh, uh, interest in yoga, particularly at the beginning. And I, it, it came really easy to me. Uh,
0: How did uh, you
1: get introduced to it?
2: Just through books
0: through
1: books back
2: then there was no internet
0: right well,
1: because I'm really back aging then, myself there, there wouldn't have been a huge population in in St. John or the area going hey we're there all was, doing yoga there
2: there was no like there was handful? no yoga studio right. in the city so, at wow. the time 1980 I'm aging myself here uh, 85 yes. 87 88 in around there
1: I mean there would have been a gym you could go work out there but was, there wasn't uh, a place you could go the
2: aquatic center when I came back from Ban- I just come back from yes. Vancouver and said, oh my god they have a this amazing this aquatic gym. center.
0: But so, what was driving you to search out of yoga books in the first place? You know place? what?
2: I, I really don't know what what happened. Something. There was this kind of this yeah. inner there's inner feeling that I had that you know that uh, I want to try yoga. I want to try, and so I bought this one book. It was called Yoga and Reincarnation. And uh, well, you I never really got the, into the you went right to the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really get into the reincarnation part of it, but the yoga part of it really, uh, really struck me. And uh, I remember taking the book home, and just start doing the poses and they came easy. The, start the doing poses, really, yeah. Start doing the poses. My very first pose is what they call these the king pose of yoga and which which is the headstand. That was my very which first pose. Which is one. your favorite pose? Start with to the headstand. Stand. It's my it's my favorite pose and uh, I, I love doing it. And it was the very first pose I did where you just get up on your yeah, in your hands and get it on your head, mm-hmm. and the way you go up, right? And so it was my very first pose, and then I just went. From were there. you a
0: kid that was always? I don't know about you, but when I used to watch TV, yeah. I used to—I realized I was doing all these yoga poses. I didn't realize I was doing while I was watching yes. TV. Yes. And I'm thinking I was always a limber child. I'm thinking, were you a child? Like I was. That?
2: I used to cross my legs and walk on my knees.
1: I used to do that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> my parents used to call me double jointed i don't think i did i was you just you were really flexible i was very
2: flexible as a, as a because kid, i'm
1: thinking to do a headstand for, head sure. for yeah. your first pose like you would have to be somebody who would be yeah. somewhat physically fit
2: yeah yeah i was always fairly fit thin fit and uh you know yeah i had no problem there it was just a matter of uh finding an outlet for it um yeah. So it was around my middle thirties, and I find thirties are it was, it was a good uh, a good age in in my in your thirties are good. That's where you start to kind of, you know, kind of searching for answers for things. You were
1: having some sort of awakening a, yeah, or yeah, yeah, inkling that there was something yeah different.
2: something different, something going on. So would you uh, call
1: it a midlife crisis?
2: No, no, no. I was, Not at thirty. I was too young.
1: I was really young. <laughs>
2: well, I, I never really had a midlife crisis. Well, my midlife crisis was was Christine, I guess.
1: I do you like tell story? more <laughs> well there We're is a bit of an age difference one.
2: between us there is a bit oh, of an age okay. it was about 13, 14, 8 years I was 42 when I met Christine at Irving and she was working at Irving too and she was 28, 29 so there are Yes, so okay. that would probably that would maybe. Okay. But, uh, it, you, it was very positive. I didn't get a sports car. It was car. a very po- no. I didn't <laughs> yeah. get a sports car. You found a young. And Christine said, "If I ever got a motorbike, leader. she'd leave me." Yeah. So ah, I, oh. So I didn't do that either. Okay. So anyway, so so that's what I did. I just started doing yoga, uh, doing yoga through books, mm-hmm. and I kept buying books and different types of books, and then finally found that uh, one fall there was a, uh, 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 a ten week course at the aquatic center. And then I started there. Also,
1: they actually had a course at the Aquatic Center. They did. With a, a registered it was yoga instructor. O- and it was
2: the only person around doing it. It was the only person. Yeah, because
1: there was a time when yoga was a lot more
0: unique, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people. And it felt like it was associated with yoga. people. Well, there was stigma
2: attached to it. That right. you're going to sit on a mat. And, well, it, yeah. you're, you're either a hippie or you're right. a druggie or something like that if you're involved You were on the, the fringe if you
1: were taking yoga yeah. back then.
2: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you
1: were working in an, in an industry where... It really wasn't very fringy.
2: It never came up.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it never came not up back then. It you were not doing up. handstands in no. the staff room.
2: <laughs> it never came up in conversation. But it's, what's really ironic about the whole thing is, is that um, back I, I started doing yoga. Then, and then when I left Irving Oil and went out on my own and did do various different things, and finally landed in yoga meditation, I've gone back and I teach there.
0: Yes, isn't full that circle? But isn't yeah. that amazing that so many people are open to? Are um, you teaching yoga today. and meditation, like
1: both? Uh, just, yoga. just yoga. Just yoga in yeah. corporate and, setting. And,
2: and meditation when called upon, right? Mm-hmm. But not steady, the meditation. But
1: yoga. Yeah. And but so yoga. how often are you teaching yoga in, in a corporate environment? Uh,
2: well, uh, I'm teaching, right this, this is the summer, so I'm teaching about uh, two, or three, two classes a week right now. Mm-hmm. But when, it, when we go on gangbusters in the fall, I'm doing about five or six classes a week mm. to various org- Different organizations. Different
1: companies in the city who bring you in yeah. to do that for yeah. their staff.
2: And I'm already starting to get emails for people wanting to do that. Right.
1: But that's good on the companies. I mean, they're really, oh, I think yeah. it's very progressive. Yeah, for... they, have a,
2: they have a great program at, uh, at uh, Irving Oil and other uh, mm-hmm. programs Probably. around GDI yeah. reject right on yeah. the street mm-hmm. they have a program as yeah. well so more corporations are getting on the bandwagon because they really see the benefits in their clients or not in their clients in their in employees their staff, yeah, that's right. right. you know and because I remember when I started doing corporate yoga uh, back in 2010 so how many years is that that's almost right. 10 years mm-hmm. and the difference in the people doing yoga then and now is night and day
1: so tell me a little bit Night more. Day. Like what is the what is that difference? Well,
2: back then it was very they were very tentative and not in shape, right? Today people are coming to yoga in shape, right? Or looking for, it. or the people who have been doing yoga all along, mm-hmm. right, are in better shape. It's just a and, and and feeling better and 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 that sort that whole thing. So it's a it's a different world today than it was yeah. uh, ten years ago and. 20 years ago.
0: Well, there's a lot more focus in companies uh, on, on wellness, certainly, uh, than there ever ever has been, because oh, they yeah. understand the importance of, yeah. um, you know, employee, you know, yeah. spending, you know, sick days, cut down on that when people are yes. healthy. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so they they have all kinds of incentives. They have wellness incentives. They give to within employees. Within the companies. Within the yes. companies, yeah. they give incentives. So it was just really good for us as yoga teachers and meditation teachers, because, they're using those incentives to come to us right Mm -hmm. even outside the corporate world they come to our yoga studios they come to our retreats and that sort of thing
1: so they're making the good so those good choices for themselves yeah oh yeah Yeah. i
2: find it's more and more and more for Mm -hmm. sure
1: and great that they have options it's kind of
2: great to be in it at the beginning yeah to see yes the
1: change so you can't stay and stay
2: with it you know and stay with it right and see the and see the changes
0: yeah, because yeah. what what are the mental changes? Do you see that? Like, it's beyond the physical. Do you see any sort of?
2: Oh, um, well, mentally, it's the the idea of of feeling good. Once you start to feel good, right? That's yeah. the key, right? Is that
1: that's addictive. Yeah. There's that little light, right? The little opening. If you if you're not yeah. feeling
2: good, then what are you going to do? You're not. You're really not going to do much if you're not feeling yeah. good every day. So when you're not feeling good every day, you feel stagnant. You feel mm-hmm. depressed. You have anxiety uh and and that's what i find is the biggest difference today is people are are not only feeling good but they have better uh better uh um what's the word i'm looking for outlooks
1: outlooks on life
2: right better outlook and they're trying but they're trying even if even if they're not feeling it that day you know overall the positivity is their optimism and that's what meditation does right meditation they're sort of like um the frontal cortex of the brain right when you meditate and you get to a deeper level of of quietening down there's an act you activate the frontal cortex of the brain which is also controls your feeling of health, happiness and your feeling of wellness and that sort of thing and so when you're activating that every day it starts to uh, it starts to accumulate right the the feelings start to accumulate the happiness feelings and the the, the so there, so time,
1: day after day or time over time, there yeah. is an accumulat- accumulative effect of this. Of
2: feeling better. So yes. so
1: how do we, because I
0: know a lot, I've done meditation mm-hmm. only a little bit, and I don't feel good. I feel like, oh, there's my thought. Oh, I'm, right. I want to get up now. <laughs> uh, what am right. I going to do later? How, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, how do I... Or anybody who wants to get into meditation get past those get past initial fossil like like it sounds good. to hear about all the amazing yeah. things. I think so benefits. I think
2: I think what happened, number one, I think everybody should have a teacher
0: right
2: to start with. Mm-hmm. because what happens is because I did the same thing. So when I first when I because when I first started wanting to meditate and and uh, uh, so mm-hmm. after I got into yoga for a while, and I said, okay, and so I became very interested in, in meditate the meditation part of it and so what I started doing again is looking for books because there was nobody around doing meditation right. so
1: you did and back then the internet wasn't what mm. it is today even no you
2: couldn't find people like you couldn't find people like in St. John's. you walk up to say who's this meditation around here <laughs> meditation but
1: back then there would have been there were some people doing transcendental medication, TM. Like meditation TM so there was TM yes. but
2: I didn't I didn't know of them and I didn't know anybody who was connected to them so I really right. I really didn't know yeah. and so what I ended up doing is buying books and uh uh and the very first book i bought book was a book by a, a guy named frank leshane and it was called uh learn to meditate and it talked about Can't get all...
0: more basic than that learn to <laughs> meditate. Very back
2: with a little tree on the front of it and i i still remember because it, it was my very first book and i read the book and i read the book and i read the book and so i tried it and i kept trying it and i kept trying it, and i would try various different things and like you i'd say oh you know, because I'm a very active person and I can be very hyper. Mm-hmm. And obviously
1: somebody who likes to learn, like you're mm-hmm. always searching and learning. Always
2: searching and learning. So I was doing this and doing this and doing this and doing this. And uh, um, having some success here and there, but not consistent in my practice. So what, what no would the
0: success look like? Just sitting yes. quiet <laughs> without yeah. getting
2: up? Yeah, just feeling calm. Okay. Just feeling a, a sense of calmness and being able to... and so. So right off the bat, you see, the reason why it was good to have a teacher is because right off the bat, I was doing the complete opposite of what you do in meditation, right? Which which was focus, (laughs) right? So everybody thinks that in order to do a good meditation, you have to be able to focus because that's what we're taught. You know, well, from if from you're grade an active school, person. Yeah. From something. school. From yes. school on, like from where we're in school, we're put into elementary school and we go from elementary school to junior high and then from high and we're taught what? We're taught to work hard, to study, to focus. And pay stay attention. Focused. I was an ex teacher pay attention. Pay attention. still pay attention. Right. And so you're taught that all through university. And you're paying attention, and then you're going to get pay attention. Then you're going to go out there, and you're going to get that job. And what happens at work? You got to work hard. You got to work hard at your job. You work hard, hard. You're trying, right? trying, 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 trying. And then what happens is that you hit a certain age, and all I'm of a sudden, I'm getting anxious to see about That big bag of gifts you're going to get get at the end of the rainbow. Yes. You turn it over, and it's empty. all right And you say, Ah, oh, where do I go from here? Right. And so, so this wow. is the sort of thing that happens. But uh, I don't know how I got onto that. What was that about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all right we can lose its right we You're were no talking follow. about meditation and how to so going from reading your books so well how to get from, into to, that to having you, a coach or a yeah. meditation yeah. so what happened teacher.
2: Is so, so basically so the,
1: <laughs> glad i was following along and so
2: well i know what it was about focus <laughs> yes it's about focus and i've thought for years and, and the reading of the books never told me any difference right? right it didn't say not to focus right and so the very first time i heard that was when i did finally when it, when uh uh christine and i went together to tm right so that's where's my first Which, tm is the transcendental, transcendental yeah. meditation. meditation so i i was introduced to meditation through tm and uh uh he was they were the first people to tell told me about oh no 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 don't focus it's not about focus it's about relaxing it's about letting go It's about thinking... Just let go. And and again, what's letting go? That feels very active to me. Yeah. Right? Right. Right? Right. So when
0: I'm trying to meditate, that feels, how do I let it go?
2: Right, right. How do I release that? So the idea is is that if... So the idea in meditation is that you have a a sound or a word. We call it a mantra. Mm -hmm. Mantra means mana. Man, mono means mind. Tra means tool. So mantra means tool of the mind. Right? So you, you have this word, this sound that you uh, repeat that has no real meaning to it. And the reason the reason why you want that is because you don't want to focus on it. You want to think the thought like you would any other thought, right? Mm. So when you're thinking right now, to me, you're not putting <laughs> a lot of effort into it. It's just thoughts that are there, yeah. right? Yeah. But as soon as you sit down to meditate, then you put effort into it, it's right? True. So you're, you start putting effort You're in
1: working it. at meditating. You're working
2: at it. And so the idea yeah. is you just think it like any... And so for me, yeah. that was a real game changer for me in uh, learning TM and so I, I, I did that uh, and so Christy and I both did that uh, for a long period of time a couple of years three or four years did the TM meditation we'd go for checkups they call them checkups and things like that and we did that and then finally uh, I decided I, I wanted to, uh, to really take it seriously I was really enjoying this and I wanted to give this to other people this kind of this experience of meditation because what I found over time was that my energy jet levels were changing i was wasn't i was more more energetic but less hyper mm. if you can understand that right so more energetic more, instead
1: of that frantic energy It
2: wasn't frantic anymore was, there was ah. this kind of calmness but i seemed to have more room to do things
0: and how long did that take her to before you noticed a difference
2: about 6 months
0: so every day every day and for how long
2: uh, I meditate 20 minutes in the morning and then I would meditate 20 minutes in okay, the Okay,
0: so short amount.
2: Yeah, yeah, nothing. You know, I
0: hear like Deepak Chopra, he does two hours a day. I'm like, oh my God, two he, hours. He, he
2: meditates uh, two hours in the morning, around four o'clock in the morning. So he gets up around four o'clock in the morning, he meditates like, two hours straight.
0: That's a lot.
2: <laughs> right. And I find that over years, over years and years and years, you can do that. But in the beginning, when you're very new to it, yeah. uh, you have to be careful with that because you, you don't want to over meditate
1: wait so over is like over <laughs> you don't want to over
2: medicate or over, over, over anything.
1: so what happens when you over meditate so what happens so what
2: happens is that we all have a, a certain amount of stress that we live with right mm-hmm. just like and that
1: sort of residual it's always there it's
2: always there the stress and so what happens is over time this stress will accumulate in our bodies stress accumulates stress never really goes away unless you make a conscious effort to release it so stress accumulates in our body mm-hmm. from the ages of, of you, know, you, know, you know, when we're children, our stress levels are sort of like, like a straight line across. And then as we get older, uh, we get into school and high school and mm-hmm. peers and friends and, and that sort of thing, our stress levels start to raise. And then what happens is we start to create uh, uh, layers of stress that never really go away. And so what happens is, and this is why when we get older, we start getting into our 30s, 35, 40 years old, we start having these symptoms. We can't sleep at night anymore. We can't seem to, you know, I'm I'm a little more anxious than I used to be. And these are what we just call symptoms of accumulated stress, all right? So you're having these symptoms of accumulated stress. And so this continues on and on and on throughout your life. And then when you start to meditate uh, on a regular basis, what happens is that accumulated stress starts to dissolve. Starts to, so to it dissipates
0: the, the stress, that, that residual stuff that you carry with you. And you probably don't even realize you're carrying you're it with carrying
2: you. You're not carrying it with you. You don't realize you have the stress. And this is why I say when I have my meditation course, one of the first things I ask a person, like with Elaine, like, how, what does stress mean to you? How do you know when you're stressed mm-hmm. out? How do you know when yeah. you're stressed out?
0: Oh, yeah, my body reacts. Like and it's happens. too late. Well, so I'll give you an example. So last year, we were going through a lot of changes in our family. My husband <clears> uh, took on a new job, which is a dream mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know, a uh, new company. and But that's going to require him to be away a lot. So I didn't realize it. But one morning, I woke up in August. And this was before he had even agreed to, you know, I, it was looking like it was probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I knew, I didn't know when, but I knew in the next few months. I woke up one morning, my neck was sore. And I thought I just slept funny. Mm-hmm. But then we went away for the weekend. And every morning, I woke, every morning I woke up my neck was getting sore and more sore. Mm And then uh, it, it wouldn't go, like it was extremely painful. I thought I was like, is this meningitis, like crying in the night? Like, right. You know, and then my hair started to fall out. Okay. It was going, I thought, this keeps up, I'm going to be bald by Christmas. Right. And my, but that's, and that's what I said to my husband. So I was able to get all those, I went to see a naturopath. I was able to get all that sorted out. Hair has come back better than ever. <laughs> but, which thank God. Yeah. But to your point, yeah. there is, and and I lost my mother in the, two years ago. And that was a six year run of just constant stress. You and you're right. You don't even realize you're carrying it, mm-hmm. and that's how I know my body reacts. But it's too late. Yeah. And I, so I said to my husband. I said to him recently, I'm like, you know, how how do I know how do I know to get rid of it if it's not there until something happens, a physical symptom. Yeah. So I'm all ears when I'm hearing this, di- you know, dissipating. Yeah. So and, what uh, happens?
2: So-, yeah, so so you know, stress and you know, stress can be a silent killer. Yes. Right? Because what Heart happens,
1: disease. Because all of what it. happens
2: every time you, you go into a, a fight or flight experience and fight or flight, it can be anything. It can be a ringing up the phone that you're not expecting. It can be, you know, somebody, you know, uh, worrying about somebody. Uh, it can be, uh, you know, taking on new work. And every time you go into a fight or flight response, right, you accumulate stress.
1: So it's like sent into your body, almost like, well, adrenaline or what happens. It
2: all happens from the brain, right? It all happens from the heart. So what happens is as soon as you start to feel stressed out, fight or flight, then, uh, you know, signals or stress hormones are sent from the brain into the body, right? Adrenaline, cortisol, these things are sent into the body, pounding on you, your body. is almost like
0: pounding on you is an excellent word,
2: right? And so what happens is that, you know, over time, you know, uh, it's more like, it can be like poison, right? And, and and when you think about it, 90% of the people that we know are walking around are in fight or flight as we're talking right now.
1: Yep. In the grocery right? store, right? The, Getting the, their groceries yeah, driving or... Driving in
2: the car. Yeah. And so what happens is that every time you have a, stre- a fight or flight reaction to a, to a situation, right, you've accumulated stress. You've accumulated stress, right? And so what happens is that if you don't release that accumulated stress over time, then then what happens is it starts to, uh, you know, you have chronic, you have uh, acute stress, which would, acute stress would be like a fight or flight moment, mm-hmm. right? Hey, you. You know, yeah, or somebody, yeah. you break, somebody yeah. gives you the, yeah. the finger, ha- and, down and then, the then you're
1: chasing them down the road to give them a piece right, of your mind. Them, right? <laughs> yeah. So, not that so I've done that's, that. That's what you call yeah. acute stress. Right? Yes.
2: So everybody has that, and it's biological, and it's you know it's hardwired in us, and it was and it saved the human race from basically. the
1: woolly mammoth, right? Right. <laughs> the so dinosaurs, saved, which were not. But now we don't have to be now. saved from the woolly yes.
2: mammoth. We don't, you know, the saber-toothed tiger's not changing. <laughs> no, anymore, they're not. Right.
1: But our body is still but reacting our, that way. Our body
2: is still reacting to fight or flight, right? And so when that happens, uh, we we keep accumulating the stress, accumulating the stress, accumulating the stress. Accumulating the stress. And what happens is the acute stress turns into chronic stress, right? So high blood pressure, you know, every time you go into a, high, into a, a, a fight or flight moment, then, you know, it continues. And if it's not if it's not gauged, that's why you need to go to the doctors every once in a while make sure your blood pressure is normal or close to normal, right? I say close to normal because that's where I'm at right now. Close to normal. It is normal, but just... Yeah. Anyway. So what happens is that, you know, if, it's, if it continues to go high, then what happens is that high blood pressure turns into chronic, stretch, which, chronic stress, which turns into heart disease,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Stress hormones, if you continue through as a, as a, you know, acute stress attack would be like an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Let's say you just, right. all of a sudden had an anxiety attack and, and then it goes away. So what you had is acute stress attack. But if you continue to have those... Right, so that acute stress uh, of uh, releasing adrenaline and cortisol into your system all the time turns into depression, anxiety,
0: mm-hmm.
2: addictions. Right. Right. So you Cop- can see
1: coping mechanisms.
2: Coping mechanisms. So this is what so happens. So there's the it whole goes pattern,
1: the trajectory.
2: So you go from this acute stress, yes. right, ex- experience fight or flight, to uh, over time, over time accumulated stress, accumulated stress, chronic stress. Mm. Same with, you know, uh, digestive problems, right? So what happens when we have a fight or flight experience, when we have a fight or flight experience, right, the blood that we normally use that, uh, uh, that controls our, 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 our food, right, in our, in our bellies and our digestive system, you know, moves, it moves to the other extremities of the body preparing for attack so you're for
1: that big run of your life
2: right so that means that your the food that you're, you're digesting will, will go slower mm. it'll you know that it'll digest slower and slower and slower so that means you're not getting nutrients into your body right right and when you're not getting nutrients into your body then you're creating stress right and you're creating yep. not feeling good right, right? The same with your immune system right if you keep attacking the immune system with cortisol and adrenaline and all this stuff right then your immune system uh is in fight or flight is focused on one main area right instead of the mm-hmm. whole body
0: and then it probably comes an autoimmune and it starts attacking itself which you see over and over again over and over with again. so many people
2: <clears throat> so many yeah people. and
0: the and the medical system has no idea how to fix any of that Right. right and so when i'm hearing like i when i hear meditation i hear you talking about I'm like suddenly i'm excited i'm like oh my gosh there's a way to disappear that's, dissipate the, key. that's the, the key that's why you
2: want to go to a teacher
0: right well that hopefully that, they'll yes.
2: excite you and give you some pat
0: well i think that's what i heard really when you you said that because I, I do the same thing i want to meditate so badly i'll try these little bits <clears> you know oprah and deepak have a 21 day yes. one and i've done and those good, but and yeah, they're great they're great but i still i'm I'm going, I wonder how much time's left. <laughs> you know right, twenty minutes. Right.
2: So if you're going if you're doing that, I wonder how much time's left and you know Then you're missing the point missing. I'm opening
0: my eye, yeah. Mm. And, and that's true, but I think what you just said, getting a teacher, because there's something that we're missing that will probably make this experience way easier, way better, way yes, more beneficial. Because exactly. I hear it all the time. A lot of celebrities uh, meditate. So many people, they talk about it's the incredible. benefits. It's
2: the incredible, the yeah. amount of people like, uh, I I love Jerry Seinfeld, right? Yes, yeah, and he's a
0: big meditator. He's a
2: big meditator. Uh, all his friends are Howard meditators. Stern. Howard Stern. He, yeah,
0: of all people, shock jock But you know,
2: you know what? He, he's been meditating for uh, 10 years. I actually listen to him now. I listen to his interviews. I yes, love his, his interviews. interviews. Me too. Yeah. yeah if I, I like get his, his interviews. interviews not his other else. stuff. <laughs> I don't like, you know, but I like his interviews. But I see him as a man changing.
0: Oh, hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. You can see it, and, and just meditates. recently, he,
2: he he attributes a lot of it to yes. uh, to uh, to meditation.
0: So, what are some of the benefits that you've seen with clients that you've had? Um, like, just what are the well, what are the signs and things that yeah, people so, come in and go? My gosh, Stephen, thank so, you.
2: Uh, so, one, you know, when people come in and it's it's funny that, uh, uh, you know, what are, where are they at? Well, you know, where are they at in their lives? You know, usually, and it's usually the happiness.
0: They want happiness. They
2: want happiness. Sure.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, what we all. That's the end result that they're looking right? for. Right.
2: But a lot of times they don't know that coming in right
1: Oh, they're not articulating. It. They're not articulating. Is there like that? an intake form that you have? That they're like, no, it's, it's what I'm looking of, for. Yeah. So what I'm looking for, what I look for in yeah, a meditation
2: is you would be. It's surprising, but the thing that I look for in a meditation course is resistance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: People pay a lot of money to come to a meditation course or to any course. Yes. And the first thing they start doing is resisting it.
0: And how how would that show up? Yeah. In the course? Body
2: yeah. language. Yes. Body First language. All, the, yes. I can usually tell when somebody's got resisting. the arms crossed. Crossing the arm. Asking really tough questions.
0: So during the meditation beforehand...
2: So what happens is there's a. a <laughs> I'm thinking, shut so
0: up, they, buddy. So <laughs> they don't.
2: They don't usually meditate. We don't usually meditate as a group until I do a lecture. Okay. Until I so go through a process. So you're
1: giving them. So the there's process. the teacher. There's right. the right there's the having process. the teacher. There's the
2: process of just to what I'm yeah. saying to you now That's is basically what you're I'm I'm talking. So the
0: resistance. So they're, so they're talking. They got their arms crossed. They're, they're asking a lot of co- questions. A
2: lot, asking a lot of questions, a lot of questions. a lot of hard buttons. questions. And uh, um, triggers. So my 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 job my duty is is to let them be aware of that. And you know it's funny when I do that, it just kind of dissolves. They yeah. laugh it off, and they say, oh yeah. my god, you're right. You know, yeah. I'm totally
1: thing. sitting you're, here not wanting to. Yeah, yeah, they've
0: come with a purpose, yeah. and then they're resisting. Yeah. But one of the
2: one of the, the things too that I see is that all of a sudden, you know, whatever whatever is going on in their lives, you see a little sparkle when they when they do it. They feel hope. There's something that they can do yes. to take control of their lives. Because yes. that's what they're looking for. Yes. People are looking for something they can yes. do to take control of their lives, right? And meditation, when it's done right and it's done, you know, simply and easily, is something that they, they that for me, for example. That they yeah. can
1: do by them with themselves.
2: With themselves. Like and, you do in uh, the morning and evening. Morning and evening, right. And, uh, w- something they can do for themselves and they feel excited about it, right? And so that's what happened to me once I started meditating. Because, med- uh, you know, as a kid, I suffered a lot from anxiety. hmm kind of runs in my family anxiety runs in my family so i was always always felt that when i was younger i always felt i was in a situa- situation of anxiety so what always- would
0: that look like for you as a child for anybody who might be listening that go oh i, I uh, have a child. being yeah. confused being confused
2: being confused not not being able to make a decision not mm-hmm. not understanding where where i should get help or talk to somebody right. that sort of thing a mm. feeling of numbness and that sort of thing okay. Th- these are real feelings that i had yeah. as a child mm-hmm. and i didn't really recognize those until i got older
1: until you had a context or or a language right. to give to and, that
2: and so i used to have anxiety attacks and then uh, i had uh, I, w- I would say i start I, uh, the anxiety attacks started leaving uh in my 30s when i started getting interested in yoga and meditation but if, as soon as I started meditation on a regular basis, they completely went away.
0: Really, that's yeah. a huge benefit. No,
2: so it was a huge benefit, and so that's what I find. And the other, so the, so so yeah, so we see people who coming to us uh, uh, for all kinds of different reasons. For you know, because one of the questions I ask is, why are you here? Mm. Why do you want to come? Some are just kind of interested. They're they're curious about it. Sure. Others are looking for major changes in their life. And, they, and they're thinking that, you, that meditation is a way to do what others are well, looking for. Well, obviously, forward. from your
1: description, right? I mean, it is a place where you can come to yeah. get major changes and to happen, just, like for it to happen. Yeah.
2: And so, the other thing, too, with the benefit of having the internet now is people usually, it's funny, people come to our courses now with information.
1: Right. With a bit of education. With a bit yeah. of it
2: it's, uh, you know sometimes it, it it works well and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> cuz now you got to de-educate them. <laughs> right. That, right? But uh so there, some people are coming uh, you know because they they understand the health benefits. So I think the biggest thing that's happened with meditation over the last little while is that meditation was always kind of uh in the realm of religion. And spirituality, right.
1: Mm-hmm. right?
2: And so, what happens here? What's happened here is scientists have actually picked it up and taken it out of that, and neuroscience scientists in, in particular. So
1: they've done a lot of research.
2: So they picked it up and taken it out of that. And when scientists get a hold of something and they enjoy it, then look out! They're right. going to they're going to they're going to research it to death. Right, and so this is what we're have we're seeing now.
0: So, do you think that's what's allowing people to um, accept meditation because oh, there's some yes. empirical data? It's, it's empirical. not woo woo. It's,
2: it's not. Empirical. There's so much. Said it's, yeah. There's so much empirical data data now, which TM started, mm. and then it's gone on from there. John, John Kabat-Zinn. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. There's other other people, other Stanford University, uh, MIT, all of them. Yeah. They're all doing studies on meditation and mindfulness, and right, and they're seeing some startling evidence uh, on on exactly what meditation is doing to the mind and to the body, right? And so now everybody's kind of picking it up now. So right. it's a it's a tool now that everybody's using. Everybody's using, yeah. and everybody's it's accessible
1: it. to everybody. And yeah. so when you're you know, so you teach you teach this, and I think that companies are providing this, right? Because there is a cost mm-hmm. if you have a teacher mm-hmm. and and you know, is somebody who who, um, you speak to people out in the street, and I'm in the Fundy Wellness Network, so we, yeah. we, we see a lot of the vulnerable pr- people in the city who might go, oh, you know, it's not accessible to me, mm-hmm. or I can't get that. But I think that there's a lot of community centers now that are providing oh. all of this information yeah. and meditation to people.
2: Yeah. Now, we've been, like, Christine and I, we, uh, for example... We volunteer at Portage mm-hmm. Addiction Center. I don't yeah. know if you know where it yes. is, it's Addiction yeah. Center for okay. adolescents, And for the
1: take. listeners that don't, um, Google Portage. But we'll have that information Yeah, it's a, it is a...
2: So it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful place. And they do a lot of good things for, for those kids out there. Yes. And um, so Christine and I started about uh, uh, five years ago going out there. and I And I would meditate with the boys and she would do yoga with the girls. Over and time. these are
0: all children who are addicted to drugs and alcohol, right? Exactly. They're going there like a rehab. Yes, right? that's a rehab center mm-hmm. for
2: for adolescents. For, for adolescents, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so after all this time now, after all this time now, Portage now has adopted it as an everyday uh, tool for the kids. They're this, they're medicated.
0: so they, this is how they start their day and end their day program. Start wow. in the
2: morning, they they meditate all of them. Because uh, I started with the boys, and we we would take some of the boys and, and and help them to learn, teach them to meditate. And the th- and the great thing about it is, is that if you can get children meditating early enough, mm-hmm. it's v- they, they they take to it so easily. All right, mm-hmm. they take because they don't have all those walls built up. They don't right. have all that stress built up yet. Right. right. So when they meditate, they go into that quiet place.
0: Pretty right. quickly?
2: Very quickly, and they
0: have no resistance because they have no knowledge of it. They just accept it. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's right. And Where so, we'd be questioning, why does he want me to do that? So, why? Yeah, How come? And exactly, why, why is this going to benefit me?
2: So that's what I find with the boys. At, yeah. The boys, and you know, they, I'll, I'll I'll give them a mantra, or I'll, they'll giggle and laugh a little bit yeah. at first, but once they they get into it. Man, they get into it really easy and quickly and they love it and they want more of it and they want more. So we're just finding, so now they've adopted it as a, as a practice out there and, uh, you know, um, I just see, and that's what I see all over, is that, that sort of thing is going to continue to happen. So
1: once you get in the door, then people are saying, okay, we want more of this. They want more so, of what that. is the impact that you're seeing on these addicted youth? What
0: What do you personally, I know you well, can't tell personal I, stories, yeah, but I, just generally, yeah. so the
2: impact? So, all I can talk about is what's happening there in, in that moment, right, with them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what I say to them, I ask them, I said, so after you meditate, uh, what happens when you leave here? Right go back into your into your world what's going on there and every one of them would tell me that for the first hour hour and a half there's a calmness in their in life in when their they return
1: life. to their life yeah. which when they, they ret- probably haven't felt in a very long time and
2: that's why they keep coming back oh. to my morning meditations because Steven. they want that calmness so they, they would they would they would meditate with me uh and then for about an hour and a half after they would feel that calmness and so Mm -hmm. in meditation world we call that kind of like a hangover effect Mm
1: -hmm. it's a good hangover it's a good hangover (laughs) effect
2: so that happens for all of us yeah right so when we meditate in the morning there's a bit of a quietness that kind of lingers with us throughout the day that we carry and then and then in the evening that's why we do it again in the evening because by by the time by the time four or five o'clock comes we're ready for another one right and Another that's meditation. usually when you do Even it like
1: before supper before, before supper. supper try
2: try to get, everybody's schedules are so different yes. now and there's so much everybody's so hectic i just tell people fit it in when you fit. can yes right? all
0: of its benefits
1: sure. and does it help people benefiting. sleep
2: oh absolutely yeah it helps people to sleep especially uh uh actually meditation you know like a two hours of meditation or, or like um or once one sit, one or two settings of meditation it's actually equal to about three or four hours of sleep. Mm.
1: So it's all hours. of those people out there, because we're living in a society right now that is very sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. People are driving they shouldn't sleep be, deprived. You know, They're not sleeping well mm-hmm. because they have the monkey mind. They're, yeah. And, you know, I was just away with a, a bunch of girls uh, for a few days for a concert. And, you know, I was getting up in the morning and I'm like, oh, that was great. And the other girls are like, yeah, we laid there most of the night. Listening Late. to you snore or do whatever, but <laughs> maybe that's why they go not sleep, eh? Well, no, I said get some earplugs. But no. they're not. But they said even here, we're not sleeping. No, they get to bed and their mind won't shut down.
2: Right, and so you know that's because when they go to bed, they're already at a high. their Their brain is right. still active. The brain is still very active. So when you do the second meditation in the afternoon, you put you. So what happens when we meditate is that we'll sit and we'll. Uh, if you have your own mantra. So you sit and you meditate and you close your eyes and you start thinking your meditation, your mantra. And as you think your mantra, you think your mantra and your mind will wander. And you let that happen because that's the benefit of the, uh, not not the focus, right? So you you think your mantra and you think of uh, the mantra like an anchor on the boat. You know, So for example, you have a boat mm-hmm. on the ocean, right? And you drop an anchor and the boat will float away for a bit. But then it has to come back because it, there's an anchor there, right? right. So the, the so mantra, when you say
0: let your mind go, so if the, you have a thought, you
2: have a thought. I know they keep
0: saying letting the thought go, but I feel like I'm chasing the thought.
2: So here's here's what you do. So the idea is you, you so your 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 mantra is like an anchor, right? So your mind will wander, your mind will wander, and you let the mind wander. Don't don't you try let to it. force it. Okay,
1: so you're letting it wander. And then
2: all of a sudden, you'll have the awareness that your mind has wandered, right? And when you that happens, you come back to your mantra.
1: Right. Okay, so it's just a constant return because I have Constant done that. return. Maybe it's just not long
2: enough. See, <laughs> but your mantra just
1: to give people an example. What is a, a mantra? Because you've used it. So
2: yeah, so mantra is usually a, a word that has no meaning, right? So uh, let's say dome, dome. is a, as a as a sound that as uh, a Sanskrit word mm-hmm. and basically has no meaning a, meaning in the Indian sense. Mm. Right. In in, in our, in In English, it means don't can mean something, but for our our purpose, it means nothing. And so what happens is that the intellect, right, and our ego is always looking for meaning for things. Mm -hmm. Always looking for meaning. This is a cup. This is a mic. These are glasses. Right. So the mind is always looking. So so what's happening is as long as the mind is looking for something, it'll stay active. Right. As long as the mind is looking for explanation or something so if you introduce a word that has no meaning right then the intellect will look at that's say that is boring I don't want <laughs> nothing to do with it I want to go somewhere else so I'm gonna go fishing or I'm gonna go yes. I'm gonna go shopping or I'm gonna go this or I'm gonna you know what I'm saying yeah so the mind will yep. do that then you go oh no you don't you're coming back to your. so mantra.
1: it's just repeating to your that, mantra to that boring word that so means that boring nothing. boring
2: word so the intellect oh. so what we do is you trick the intellect So it's like a
1: workaround.
2: So basically what you're doing is you're creating in meditation what we call a flow,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
2: So when you think the mantra, your mind will wander and you come back. You think the mantra, the mind will wander and come back. You're creating this flow. Mm. And as you create this flow, right? As you're creating this flow, it's taking you into a quieter part of your brain or the gap. You know, it can be your, we call it your true nature. It could be the quiet mm-hmm. part of the brain. It yeah. could be your true nature. It can be whatever you want it to be. But there definitely is a quietness happening, mm-hmm. right? And so when, then when you get into this quiet place, in this quiet place, and the deeper you go, the deeper you go, then you get to a point where there's no no mantra, there's no thought, there just really. is. And then what will happen is you'll come out of that.
1: You Even that, temporarily? Yeah. You mean?
2: You'll say, oh, okay I lost what, was myself there for a minute. what was that what was that wow and then you just start it's like you just go into
1: a, a nothingness
2: yes exactly. i felt that because i've done your yeah. your
1: meditation course yes and the mantra and um and i felt those moments like down in my life yeah and, where and
2: so you come into that quieting down and you stay there and then what's going to happen is you're you're going to become active again and you're going to say oh you know where was i there that was mm-hmm. a very quiet just And then you just start thinking the mantra again.
0: So, you as a practiced meditator, um, how quickly does it take you to go into that nice deep place where you're in flow? Can you get there fairly quickly? I can. yeah
2: i can i can get i can like i'm I'm getting there right now yeah
1: i saw you close your eyes i'm like but But i feel the energy like it's all of a sudden that we're in a bubble yeah because when you started getting really quiet and we i could feel there i could feel the energy
2: yes the energy shifted around this microphone yeah you
1: probably heard it
2: so so that's what happens to me like so for example i can close my eyes and i can almost be there and drop right in and kind of drop into it yeah
1: mm. So, what so if you're, place. you know, before you're going into something, like maybe you have a meeting that you think might be—that's where might mindfulness comes in.
2: That's where that's where mindfulness comes so, in. So mindfulness. So
1: tell us the difference between meditation and mindfulness, or, or is there? A well, yeah, well you so know
2: what? Mindfulness has become sort of like a catch-all phrase for mm-hmm. everything.
1: Okay, right? everything right now is about mindfulness. Okay,
2: sorry, all about mindfulness, and so mindfulness can be anything from guided meditation. To uh, listening to a in uh, you know, like contemplation, listening to a thought like who am I, or even right. being who in the
1: woods, I? like just walking in the woods, being present.
2: So mindfulness is simply being present, present yeah. being present, yes. and in that present, you know, uh, connecting to some something that'll keep you there, right? So it could be, uh, could be the sound of the birds, it could be uh, your breath, right? And so what I always say is meditation will help us to be more mindful. All right. So if you have a good, right. med- if you have yes. a meditation yeah. oh, practice, okay. yeah. so if you have a meditation practice, then it'll help you to be more mindful. So, and what's happening though, I find is that people are so busy that they're just taking on this little, this mindfulness and doing this little five minute mindfulness thing during the day. And they think that's meditation.
0: So you mean just like closing your eyes and do a little drop out or.
2: Yeah. Which is okay. That's yeah. a good thing. good start. It's a good start. Right. But you really need to to really get the benefits of true meditation. You need to at least 20 minutes of getting into that quiet place that I've talked about. Mm. Because that's when the mind rejuvenates
0: right and hence why you feel like you've slept three or four hours Because exactly is this, right so it does the
2: same but, thing as
1: but, sleeping but you're in a wake wakeful it's, it's state. actually
2: it's a better state than sleeping wow. right um because uh you're in sleeping you're you're releasing some stress like some surface stress that you've yes. experienced through the day but when you're in a uh, when you're in uh, a meditation sh- uh, state, uh, we call it restful awareness state.
1: Mm-hmm. Restful awareness. Right. Okay.
2: When you're in this restful awareness state, restful. then you're releasing accumulated stress that you've encountered okay. for years. So not right? not the
1: surface stuff of sleep, but that mm. accumulated that you talked about earlier. That's about what your- you
2: have to do. Good- right. So really, so mindfulness exercises, like taking five minutes and listening to your breath, breathing properly, these are really good exercises to help train the brain
1: to meditate to
2: meditate
0: yeah
2: alright so there is a, a, a bit of a there's difference all connect-
1: yeah, there's all
2: connected yeah so, so what they like like I say there's all kinds of uh, tests uh, research that have been done and so some of the latest research is that is that they can actually encounter and, and track uh, different states through delta brain through waves. Waves, brain oh, waves
0: really yeah like, like
2: brain waves when you're sleeping are different than brain waves when we're sitting here awake right. Right? Mm. And the brain waves when we're awake are different than brain waves when we're meditating. And then when we're meditating, different stages of meditation are different wow. st- uh, stages. Of, like for a mindfulness exercise, uh, sitting here is like, like a gamma wave, let's say, right? And so, so it, it, there, there is a form of relaxation, right? And then when you do a, a, a contemplative exercise, uh, meditation, like who am I? Or soham, which is a breathing, a breathing mantra, right, and this, which can be a little bit deeper meditation. What they're showing is the mantra meditation is the deepest, uh, the deepest brainwave activity in, in for for meditation, right? So out, out of a wall because and the reason why is because the other ones are still you're still you're active still you're active. still thinking right, about right. something still a little bit of- i'm thinking about a pond in the, in the middle of the woods and you know and if
1: you're not a good visualizer you're having stress while somebody's saying and that. i'm not
2: a good visualizer <gasps> right because so i've why, done
1: this that's... type of stuff and everybody's on gossamer wings flying yes. over the yeah, pond it's... and i'm back going where the heck am i <laughs>
2: I'm very much yeah. like you Elaine and yeah. saying I what is a, wrong
1: with me I have a very difficult <laughs> you try to time. force the visuals I've done those <laughs> where you're like <laughs> okay I'm going to
0: pretend I saw that garbage bag float by that they're talking about and that's
2: why the mantra meditation really helped me is because ah. it, it, I didn't have to think about anything oh,
1: I didn't that, have to that's helpful because I thought I was like a failure at some things I thought no. well I'm just not good at that no
2: it's just finding the right type of meditation for, for
1: you. you right it's or a for right. you thing do you, I, so do you mean a style of meditation like transcendental
0: or d- different so, types yeah
2: so trans- transcendental meditation is
0: that
2: what you do? Uh, uh, I do um, uh, a mantra meditation, so mantra transcendental meditation, meditation Deepak's uh, the, the the meditation I learned with the yes. show Center They have so theirs is called primordial sound meditation. Uh, there's transcendental meditation. There is. Uh, uh, what I do is sounds of silence meditation, right? So I created my own yeah, program. I saw
1: that on your website. I so I
2: create created my own program, which
1: helps people probably like very, you who yeah, had a hard time. Yeah, which is very similar to, to
2: the primordial sound and the transcendental. We t- I take d- different. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you took what approaches? worked for you. Approaches, yeah. of course, but, uh like but it's that. all the same sort of idea.
1: Mm.
2: All right, so you you learn what your mantra is. And then once you get your mantra, and then you you learn the steps for that. But the idea is is to understand it's about effortlessness, right? right. We put too much effort, and we're sitting here, especially Type A personality.
1: <laughs> All three of us, we're <laughs> <laughs> <relax>. like. <laughs> did i get an
2: a on that see, you know, this is gonna work
1: the power of the mind so for, for those
2: who can't see me my hands are folded <laughs> fisted, and my, my eyes closed. he is he's trying to and, do it
1: well and that's
2: and that's that's what happens and i've seen yes. people like so when you when you take the meditation course and whether it's for me or anybody else right there's this kind of process ten in a process and lane you've been through it right with me yes and so you sit across and uh And then there's that moment of effortlessness when I talk to them about just being effortless, and they're sitting there, and as soon as you see them kind of go like this, you know (laughs) they're they're leaning in. (laughs) It's over. Yeah, it's all done, right? And so you got to the idea about effortlessness, not
1: effort. Mm. What I love though is that you, so you brought that because we talked about at the very beginning that your, you know, your corporateness, right? So you worked in that corporate environment. Mm -hmm. You have that type of personality, Mm -hmm. and you were, you're a bridge. Right, yeah. so you're bridging for all of those people who, like mm-hmm. myself, and maybe other people in the room, have had yeah. a hard time getting yeah. to that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's uh first of understanding that we all have the same thoughts, mm-hmm. we all have the same emotions, we're all the same. That's okay. what connects us is our humanity. Yeah, exactly. Right? So the idea mm-hmm. is is that if I can do it, so can you. Right, right, and that's and that I think that's what it comes down to is that. We're not different from each other. We're and,
1: more the same than we're different. Yeah, yeah.
2: and and uh, I think I think one of the things that I used to love to hear is that you, was when we when I would teach somebody to meditate and it was that you don't know how happy I am to know that I don't have to worry about my thoughts right. because everything where everybody talks, especially new new people doing meditation, is I have too many thoughts.
1: How many don't do we have that. in a day? There's a study Isn't like sixty thousand. Like it's a lot. Yeah, fifty
2: to sixty thousand. Yeah. Good, that's good. That's yeah. a lot. That's of, a lot of thoughts. It takes that's yeah. a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Click, click. I don't know whoever did that. You know they have one of those baseball. <laughs> meters. Click, click, How they click. measure that? How do they measure? All because those in,
1: but in that click, yeah. I probably had ten. Like mm-hmm. in between the two clicks, yeah. Yeah. it's moving fast.
2: Yeah. So 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 they, so that's what's happening. We have all these thoughts, and the idea it's not going to happen overnight, right? Some people it does, and some, most people let's talk my,
1: about the overnight people because this was our pre before we turned the microphone on conversation because we talked about the difference between men men and women and their how they take to meditation yeah
2: yeah i, I like uh, i was saying to you guys before we we started is that um it's a, it's it's only my own anecdotal information it's not nothing that's been researched or anything but just something I your seen observation in this environment here and in this area maybe it's different in other areas but what i find is that Men and women who come to, come to our, my, pro, my my program is that men seem to have an easier time of, of, of successful time of doing it every day. You know, not that they, they can't, you they, they, they don't understand. There's no, nothing about comprehension at all. It's about finding the time to do it. And men seem to say right from the beginning, say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start tomorrow morning, six o'clock.
1: And they do it. And guess what? <laughs> yeah.
2: They do it. Yeah. Where women go like this. Women go. "Mm, Let me see. Where can I fit that in? Yeah, I
1: got to do the dishes.
0: You know, the kids get up (laughs) at
2: five thirty, so that means I got to get up at four o'clock, right? That sort of thing, right? So there's this kind of tugging on you. You know, you're you're negotiating because you're thinking,
1: oh, good, it's one more thing I have to add to my already busy calendar. And women are, we have extremely busy minds. We
2: do have extremely busy lives. And like I said before, like women seem to have this. They have their brains (laughs) are kind of wired differently than men. Men's, uh, uh, women's brains are wired, they have this kind of like spider web, right? So there's a center, and then these little tentacles come out all through, and you're you're thinking about all these different things all the time. Yes, all the time. All these things going on. Where men were compartmentalized, right? They have these little, little boxes in their brains, like in the front part of this, like fishing, the other part is sports, and then there's sex, and then there's non marriage. And you only open one at a time, and they never connect. Well,
0: hopefully, the the marriage and the girlfriend are. And in then and now they have
2: this new box called meditation. Right? Yeah. Hopefully, the girlfriend and the wife <laughs> don't mix.
0: The
1: boxes aren't <laughs> open at the same time. Right.
2: So here's the thing. So then all of a sudden there's this, this there's a there's all these boxes, and there's no connection.
1: But right, so one opens at a time. This one is at this a time. is the I've heard this Damn over it. and over and over again about men
0: compartmentalizing and women but, we have all this stuff simultaneously going on. And they last weekend we were driving up to the lake and my husband and I there were these uh, the, one little squirrel had just gotten run over and the oh. other one was like running around it on the road and, and we we're like, oh, the poor guy. And my husband was joking like, "Fred, it's his friend, Fred." I'm like, wasn't his friend, that was his wife. And I mean, the poor lady had so much to think about she couldn't even cross the street. She got struck That's by funny. a car. It's <laughs>
1: funny. And
0: I'm thinking, yeah, she's carrying too much stuff. Right. And so I can see that is probably part of my reason when I've tried meditation. I've had... S- I don't even say semi-success. You mean you feel like I, I think I'm doing pretty good here, but I'm having all those thoughts yeah, while
1: I'm meditating. I had this one.
2: Couple, you made a laundry list. So I, I, had a this, laundry I had this one couple list. come, and they're you know, oh, that's fine. Like,
1: couples, I love that. Yeah.
2: And it was so funny because it was just a classic symptom. <laughs> what I was talking about, right? You had both very eager to do this, right? And and then uh, so I would I taught them both how to meditate, and uh, they went home that night. <laughs> he found a place that he just found, he just snuck off by himself sure didn't even tell her
1: and, and right? made it created
2: and a beautiful and space and she yeah. didn't get a chance because she had to feed the kids
0: this is why she got hit by the car you know? a <laughs> chipmunk
2: right and,
1: and she came back the
2: next talk. day she goes he meditated <laughs> I didn't get a chance to meditate.
1: So how do... But how do we change... Like, so this well, here's that is, is a whole here's the, societal change. So what I started doing
2: <laughs> is I started thinking about that, meditating on it, saying, well, how do we do... What do we do about this? And I started thinking is that, you know, the whole family has to get buy-in.
0: Yeah.
2: All right? So the the whole family has to get buy-in on what you're doing. So that means if Elaine or Dana, you're meditating, you're starting meditating. When you come in the door you're going support. to go meditate, you do, excuse me, yeah. whoever's here, come here right now.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Right? I'm going to go meditate for 20 minutes.
1: Goodbye. Sort it out. Yeah. Sort it. Right. Do, don't, do you have children? Yes, I do. Don't, don't text me while I'm meditating to ask me where the peanut butter is. I've been on the yeah. toilet and have received um, notes
0: under the door and the dog's paw as well. Like, could you just sign this for school?
2: I know. So I had this one lady. It's awful. I had this one lady and she's list. She might even be listening to this because she's. She's very much into this. Hope my
1: now. husband's listening
2: to this. And so I had this one lady who uh, she was very eager to learn to meditate. And so uh, I taught her to meditate. And I said, okay, now you come back tomorrow morning, uh, 9 o'clock, whatever time it was. And then we'll go over it again and we'll go again. So there was a group. And I said, okay. She came about a half an hour early. And she was crying. Oh. And we are saying, she goes, I could not find a... So for an order, she had a wife and three kids, or a husband and three kids. And for in order for her to find a place, she had to go into she go in the garage in the van and lock the door.
1: This is this good, is how good, it's whatever done. it takes, lady. I, that's it when takes. I first started seeing. Honestly, it. Like, oh my this, god, this, right. is yes. this is insane. Yes, but this is so, this is the this is the planet we live on. This so is so, the demand so somehow, somehow.
2: Somehow you have to be just as self in this period. You have to be if, just as selfish. Yes, as the selfish guys. slash self care. I know, even with my wife Christine and I, we go away somewhere. I'm already hunting for meditation places.
1: Right, and she's trying and she's to figure not. out how to rearrange the furniture in the hotel she's, room she's, she's to make it to get, to the get you to yoga. The desk. <laughs> yes. and
2: I'm finding the meditation yeah. place to, that I can quite... Oh. See what I mean? The yes. difference, right?
0: And and that's you know whether it's going to the gym, anything right. you have to make the time
1: if you yeah. want to make it happen. So, you got to
2: you have to make the time. Yeah. You can't negotiate it. It's so this is where my my
1: priority management comes in. You go and you put it in your calendar. That yeah. that is your time, uninterrupted yeah. get, time. Get
2: buy-in from your family. Yes. So the, make sure they they know that you're
1: that serious. That you're doing about this. this. Yes. this yes. Something
2: that you're. Re- this is something you yeah. really want to do, and you'll be surprised at how helpful that is. There's the right?
1: communication. You need yeah. to communicate yeah. with people what you want.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So so that helps a lot. Yeah. Right.
1: That's funny as hell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what still surprises you about meditation? Uh, it helps you. In my, my own practice. Advice? Yeah.
2: Well, I think I the the, the thing is is that. I find that i'm continually growing in some way you know like uh, i just when you think you all of a sudden you just start to understand about different stages stages of consciousness right yeah. like you've been in a state of consciousness for a while and all of a sudden you change right so uh that's what i'm really starting to look and see now is that you know like you know you know that there are stages of consciousness we're all in and, and so and then and then all of a sudden you kind of will move out of the state of the consciousness and go into another state of consciousness
0: like and how do you know that
2: well you you don't you don't is really it a it's a feeling it's so what the the only way i can explain it is that that information and knowledge changes in different stages of consciousness right so all of a sudden aha mm-hmm. I, I, know, I, do, I i i understand this better I understand right. the situation, but I can, for some reason, people aren't triggering me like they used to. Right. right? I and like so,
1: that.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because so I happens, call it
0: returning to your highest self. Yeah. And so I like how this meditation would fit into that because there's sort of practical ways you can return there, but this seems like a really good way to deeply it it, it get connected to your original self. So
2: it, it, you get connected to your original self for sure, or I, we call it true, I call it true nature, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You get connected to your true nature. And it's through your two... Na- so so when you start to go inward, you know, this, this journey takes you inward, yes, not outward, right. right? So when you go inward, so what you're dealing with inward is emotions and feelings and uh, intuition Right. and these things. And so you start to deal with that on that level. And all of a sudden, you just notice things. You notice your feelings more. You notice what feelings you're having in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's where mindfulness plays such a point. So for example... Right. Say uh, say, Elaine made me angry mm-hmm. in a moment. So so you just made me angry and I'm starting to feel, all of a sudden, oh, wow, I'm angry here. I don't want to hold on to that, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than holding on to it for a couple of days and then saying, okay, I can release it now or holding on to it, then it yeah. comes a grudge, yeah. right? Then, and resentment. Yes. And then you've got this accumulated uh, stress. Now you've got this accumulated stress, mm-hmm. right? That Now, now that, that grudge, that anger has turned into something. So when you, when I've learned, I'm learning to do is to take that anger in that moment and release it right then and there.
0: And do you do that through a meditation? Do you go to instant, or no. no? You just know that you're you just want releasing it. it. Yeah, not yes. just. But and so this is so interesting because this is what I talk about in my book about this returning to the highest self. Right. And so you're given all these ways to return, mm-hmm. because that's so interesting, you said that you're not meditating to do it, but because you've been meditating, it is putting you in that state where you know how to return there yeah. more quickly and willing to release it because it serves you. Yeah yeah sooner quicker better yeah it's like yeah. it's like
2: learning like for example i was i remember when i was younger i was in a a state of consciousness uh, that was like a little bit of depression self-pity mm-hmm. anxiety that sort of thing right and then when i moved out of that state i could see it yeah right so right. When they, every time i yes. started to go into it i could say oh i don't want to go there right mm-hmm. and so w- then what then once i stopped going there right. then i'm then i'm in a kind of a Another state of consciousness. Now you've moved into yes. like a willingness state yeah. of consciousness, and then there's courage state of consciousness. Yeah. And then there's you know right. there's all kinds of states of consciousness that uh, that they're and that's what I that's where I'm finding myself now is doing that right. Mm. That's and what happens cool. is that if you don't if if you can get rid of those experiences, you know like for example coming over here today I was a little nervous. I think oh, you know usually I'm not doing I don't like to do these things very often right. <laughs> I you know I'm I'm usually a bit of a loner when it comes to these yes. things I'm usually kind of doing my own thing. So these are, can make me feel a It's a different experience. It's a and different you didn't experience. know what to expect. And so my first thought was okay you're feeling stress about that. Mm. You can either hold on to that stress or you can just let it go now. You know you yeah. permission give yourself permission to let it go. And then and then then what's happening you're not accumulating're you're not you're not right. holding on then then you're like you're letting it go I just took a breath there that so good. so yeah. by the time you get here you feel good about
1: it yeah right and excited so, but you're know, also yeah. acknowledging so so mm-hmm. you're looking at that emotion and you're having a bit of a conversation with it I do
2: I do and instead it's, of it's, instead
1: it's, of holding it like that talking to it there's a
2: sense and when you do that there's a sense of freedom that comes mm-hmm. from it like you're letting it go right now you know if I start to worry about something like you know, I don't know where it came from. All of a sudden all of a sudden now there's that's there. All of a sudden yeah. I became aware of my emotions and, and the fact that I'm holding on to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, understanding like anger is like poison. Yes. To the body. Right? Yeah. Why do you wanna Keep poison in your body. You got to let it go. So finding ways to but let that some, go. But for some, but
1: for people, not just, but people in general. I mean, this this is not something that we're all aware of. But now that yoga and meditation and all of those things, thankfully, to people like it's yourself, a, yeah. are more mainstream, we have a language around it and an yeah. awareness.
2: It's unbelievable the amount of people I see that come into yoga, and uh, I see them and I watch them. Because I, I get really connected with my my our students and our customers, I get connected to them. So I know what they're doing, I know what what they're going through. A lot of them, and I see people moving through de- different levels of consciousness. It's amazing, yes. and you can see it in their face. So you're seeing it takes about changes? a year. Okay. So if if I, uh, I find if somebody comes to yoga for about a year, comes two to three times a week, comes for a year, big change. I mean it in the way they look. Yes. And the way they hold themselves, the whole works. And sometimes they're not even aware of it. I have to go over and tell them.
0: Well, as we, we talked about, you don't have to say your age if you don't want to, but we were talking about before, <laughs> before you got here, Elaine and I are in the kitchen. I'm like, so Elaine, I'm, how old would he be exactly? You know, just curious. And she said your age. And I was like, get, I thought you were, I would have begged you 20 years younger.
2: Oh, well, that's nice. I and, you know, like
0: that. almost, I was
1: like, get out. I'm like, well, whatever he's doing, I'm going to start adopting. <laughs> you do? To but you have a, you have that. a lightness of spirit yeah. that I think uh-huh. makes people look and if, when you're around them, it feels youthful.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm around youthful
0: people. Yes.
2: So you you know you you uh, you attract like-minded people. That's what I find in this in this kind of work and this kind of career. This kind of life. You you, you attract like-minded people.
0: And also calm, or be, you you get to meet these people who become calm and conscious. Yeah. And there's you know stressful is aging. Yes, you ages you a lot, right? Yes, and, and so it's yeah. so hard on our bodies, mm-hmm. and uh, so obviously <laughs> doing the meditation and the yoga, I was like, oh, there's okay. like a, it's a little like, bit of a fountain
1: of youth. <laughs> and, you thing know, and I just kind
2: of avoid people who maybe just you know, like I don't, I'm not rude or anything like this, but in the, you, have you heard of the desert Dorada? No, there's a, a go this, go plaza. go, plaza yeah, yes, the noise oh. in the haze yes, yes. Remember what peace there is in silence. Anyway, so there's that. Anyway, in there it says uh, avoid loud and aggressive people. They are vexations to the Spirit. So it says that in there. And that's why, you know, yeah. I really, you know, try to do that. I, I try to be around like-minded people. Yes. People who are thinking yes. like me who yes. want to be like me. Yeah. Christine and I are very fortunate because, we, you know, we we met and we're both uh, we have like-minded ideas in yoga and meditation mm. we've been very fortunate that way mm. and you so you'll have a,
1: a beautiful partnership around that too you know in yeah. your, in your work and mm-hmm. in you know your life at home yeah. exactly yes yeah. you're so, very you're fortunate yeah yeah it but is. The, but you're seeing more couples coming
2: we're seeing to, more couples yes. uh, coming to yoga especially the yoga we're finding more and more and more yeah. couples Coming to the yoga, the men are hard to get in there. And
0: what? What are they afraid of?
2: Well, they're afraid of looking bad.
0: <laughs> the positions you mean, getting in they Oh my afraid, gosh! How vain they are.
2: Well, I think you know, it, it's not more about vanity. It, it's competition. It, it's about um, it's about uh, being embarrassed. It's about being embarrassed.
0: Looking foolish, doing yeah. Right,
2: and so what happens is they is that. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, uh, they're right. You know that you know they're struggling. <laughs> women own yoga now. Yeah. You know, uh, yoga is a is a is is a, is a woman's. Uh, women have adopted it and taken it as their yeah. own, especially in the West. Yes, yes. right. Yeah. And uh, and so they know a lot about yoga. They love it. They embrace it.
1: It's a and you know, if you want to call it a sport because it really isn't, but no. when, when you get men there, right, it obviously becomes like... a competition.
2: <laughs> well, I have this funny story to tell about a guy. He uh, he is a he was a jock, right, and he was an NHL hockey player, a really good guy, and uh, he used to uh, taunt <laughs> the guys that would come. It was at a corporate setting, and the guys that would come to yoga. Uh, you know in the noon hour yogas, he would taunt them a little bit and make fun of them oh ah, you
1: know, like, oh, you know giving ah, the, guy,
2: guy, the guys the gears you yeah. know oh, three or four guys dear. 25 women three or four guys and so so this one day I told him I said look I said I guarantee you you come and do my power yoga class and you won't make it halfway through
1: right and, and yes
2: oh oh no I can do that I, I said come uh, and pull try hold
1: plank I said <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So and moves a downward dog. <laughs> this is the guy
2: that's very fit, right? He was an ex hockey player. He did you know all this stuff, and so he got out there and he did. The, he came to the noon hour class. It's a forty minute class, and halfway through it, he was on his knees. He was just sweating profusely, and he I didn't let up. He was probably
1: sliding off the mat, <laughs> and I didn't
2: let up. I just walked over him, walked around him, and just ignored him. And then after the after the class, he came to me, and he said, uh, he goes. I apologize," he said. "That was quite a work. He's I didn't know yoga was like that. Yeah, and ever was. since that point, to to to, to he stayed at, at uh, he 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 came to my yoga class. Yeah. And he knew he was a proponent. Then he was bringing guys. And
1: bringing guys, yeah.
2: Right. So that's what happens. Is but there are a lot a of NHL attached.
1: hockey players, like oh, especially the, goalies. Goalies are doing yoga.
2: Yeah. Everybody's you know like uh, for yeah. athletes, very much see it as a as a way of. Oh. Uh,
0: because it's beyond stretching. I think people still might have some idea if they've never done it. They think it's always about stretching, or and, and that's part of it. I've never. You never feel so good as doing a yoga class, but a power yoga, holding a pose. Yes. Oh. you know, doing a tree pose, holding that while yeah. you do some advanced move. Like yeah. you are sweating. Like You're it, sweating. and it's amazing. It's a, it's like how can I sweat and I'm not even like I'm not running. I'm not. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's
2: incredible what you see in those yoga studios yeah. with the women in the yoga studios. And uh, it's incredible what's going on. In and that. yoga
1: yeah. is for everybody. Everybody and every, everybody, and everybody. everybody. Yes, exactly. debunk yeah. some fears about yoga. What are the reasons why people won't do it?
0: Um,
2: there's, there's a there's sometimes there's the religion.
0: Yeah, well, I've heard that. Right, and there I've is. heard so that around meditation
1: it. as well. Yeah. So re, it opens yoga has
2: nothing to do with religion. Okay,
1: right. good.
2: There, there has been some religions who have adopted yoga in uh in their practices or yes. whatever but yoga by itself is is, is not is owned affiliated by nobody. Okay. It's Not affiliated with any religion denomination or anything like that it's it's uh it's it uh, stands on its own it's, it's not, not worshiping
0: a god is that what people's fears There's, are
2: yeah it's not you're not worshiping a god that's what people think that is some kind of uh our, um, you know, God worshiping experience, mm-hmm. right? Or it's going to take you away from your God. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, ha- hold and, a
0: plank. It, you'll see. If it takes and what I tell people, if you
2: have a pre- or if you have a religious practice of any kind or a spiritual practice, yoga will enhance it. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll go make you happier, make you want to to yeah. to embrace to it. To be more
0: kind. And, and why popular. so? Because how is that different from exercise? Like why why does yeah. running not make me peaceful?
2: Yeah, because because what happens is as soon as you start a yoga practice, it doesn't matter what it, if it's yoga, you start to go inward. Okay. There's that in inward experience. We call it uh, in yoga. We call it reversing the flow. Mm. So we have this evolutionary flow that we all live. You know, today yeah. we got out there, we got to work hard, we got to pay the bills, we got to do hustle, this. hustle. It's, it's <laughs> called the external flow, right? That we're out there pushing, 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 and then when we go to a yoga class for the first time and all of a sudden we do this thing, this happens, and we're not sure, but it's called a reversal of the flow, right? And so when that happens, there's an automatic, because the mind automatically wants to go inward. The mind wants to. Interesting
1: that you say that, right? Because it's always going outward. It's always going outward. It's like we're reversing.
2: We're thinking one thought on top of the other, top of the other. But the mind naturally, the mind naturally wants to go inward. So when you go to a yoga uh, class for the first time, right is that experience you go home
1: wow so you are wow. at, so when you're doing that and you're on the mat and you go inward you're actually back to your true nature true nature mm-hmm. yeah
2: quieting mm-hmm. down so basically meditation you simply uh, you know a very simple uh uh idea is that meditation is simply quieting down
0: and I would say any any amount of yoga that I've tried, I would say it's true because your mind is so busy. But if I have to hold a tree pose you are concentrating on that pose I realize no other thoughts can get in because I'm just focused in one moment right. and I'm like it's not even holding it's like it pushes all the other thoughts yes. out so I love it for that mm-hmm. reason
2: yes and that, and, that, and that's one of the reasons that you become focused in yourself but right. there's this other thing going on too it's called and it's called energy there's this energy processing happening right there's this this release of energy release of stress there's this release uh, we, in yoga they call it prana right mm-hmm. prana is like in the in the, in the uh in, in china they, they call chi right mm-hmm, so yeah. there's this prana and it's kind of a life they call it the life, life force, force. Yeah. and when we do yoga it increases our life force uh it's different from exercise exercise doesn't seem to do it
0: Right. So, well, how does it increase our life force? So, our connection to the life force. Uh, the connection
2: strength? to our breath. Right. So, okay. there's connection to our breath.
0: Cre- it's true. Yeah. Cre- you have to creates. focus on your breath. <clears throat> you have
1: to. When you're using, do is the Anjaya breath?
0: Yes. Ujayi yes. Ujjayi, Ujjayi, Ujjayi yeah. breath. Ujayi like, like the Darth
1: Vader. Yeah. Yes. is <laughs> the throaty? Yeah. <laughs> exactly
2: so that's nice that's indeed. called the and you can't do breathing. all
1: that and still think like no. you're doing that and you're holding your pose and you're on so, your own mat. Yeah.
2: so once <laughs> yeah. you quiet the mind down and quiets the body and relaxes you increase prana right so you increase
1: yeah. life energy your inner life force yeah. i love that mm-hmm. oh my so gosh great. steven i think we could talk for probably and look it's 111 <laughs> 111 look at all those ones those are good numbers oh yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. Those right. are so the time i mean we but could the, talk yeah, forever so good. how can people get a hold of you and yeah. and find out more and information um, about you and
2: what you do so uh our website is amana yoga.com um you can go on there and uh find out out about all of our programs so basically we have yoga programs uh in saint john and quispamsis we have two studios and we have meditation courses right now i'm doing a meditation teacher training course which i'm doing this weekend so what i'm doing there is i'm teaching people how to teach to how to teach other people bravo so i'm doing that and then we have our meditation courses uh that we run you know every two or three months uh you know just teach and learning people how to meditate okay so there's that and then there's um our master classes you know where people can come and just learn you know get away from the yoga class and just get into and dissect some of the poses that we're doing, okay. So, so they can get get a hold of us there. I think on Facebook as well. We we have a, a Facebook page. Facebook, yeah.
1: And then if and if you live somewhere where you know you aren't in our local area, you know, go go to Facebook or go to Google mm-hmm. and find a meditation instructor near you. Yeah, a I, so instructor.
2: I so I do believe that if somebody wants to learn to meditate, you know, I think YouTube is great, and I like. Twitter, and I, you know, all these things are great, right? But to really understand meditation, you need a teacher who's been through it and and, and that can give you just a couple of the techniques you need to make yourself successful, right? Right? And to be honest with you, mm. uh, you know, and talk to you about resistance and sort of the things that we, we see in today's world, right? People looking for the quick fix, right? right? And, uh, it's not, you know, it's not always what we need is the quick
1: fix, right? No. You know? No. This is for your life. This is this a, this a lifelong lifelong journey. This is a, this a, is a
2: life-changing experience. Yes. Meditation is a life-changing experience. It changed mm-hmm. my life. Changed, you know, like, I, I wouldn't say that at the time that I started meditation that I was in any, any crisis or anything, but it certainly took me from this road to another road. Sure. I did a right-hand turn, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and it wasn't easy to do that, but I did it. Right. And that was because uh, meditation helped me to see past that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. The illusion. So, yeah. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for helping us oh, see past our resistance. So, and we would fun. say at the end of yoga. Namaste. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Dana Lloyd. And I'm Elaine Shannon you've been listening to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast. You can connect with Dana at danaloydleadership.com, and you can connect with Elaine at Elaineshannon.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and join us for more Soul Sister Conversations. Thanks for listening.